another episode of the Journey of Pursuit podcast. Today's episode is the last episode of 2022 before we come back in 2023. And I just have to say, I have to start off this episode by saying thank you so much for supporting this show from day one and supporting the beauty of the journey. I started the show in my living room in the middle of the pandemic. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how this show could even be a thing, but we are here two years later and in 2023, I cannot believe it will be the third year of having this show live and connecting with all of you every single episode. It's just been so rewarding. I hope you feel the love every single time we have an episode because this is a one-woman show. I am not signed to any podcast agency. I record, I edit, I pitch my guests. I also do the promo. I do everything, but it's so fun and I've learned so much through this show that it makes me so excited for a new year ahead, creating more content for you guys. A quick heads up that there might be a little rebranding in 2023. I'm thinking of changing the cover art for the show and a few of the things that we've been doing pretty much every single episode, which is the audiograms. I'm thinking of now doing video. That's a whole new ball game that I am not familiar with, but I am very excited to challenge myself yet one more time with this show and see how it works out by doing video as well. Let's see how it goes. So be patient with me in 2023 as I try to figure that out, but I hope you guys like that component that I'm thinking of adding for the show in the new year. Quickly, I wanted to share some really cool stats about the show in 2022. So we charted on 17 Apple podcast charts. I cannot believe I'm saying that, okay? When I was gathering material for this episode, I had to go through all of the saved emails I get when we chart. And as I was counting through and looking at the different charts we've been on this year, I couldn't believe that it was 17 Apple Podcast charts when I just never even thought that could be a possibility when I started this show two years ago in my living room in the middle of a pandemic. And what the cool part is, is that I realized as I was looking through all of the emails and, you know, the ones I had flagged for the podcast charts we had been on, we actually were in the top 100 Apple podcast charts in Venezuela in the entrepreneurship category for three months straight. Top 100. We started as high as number 13 and we went as low as 102, which 102 I still don't think is even low because compared to the amount of podcasts out there in the world, that is, I'm still so happy when we chart at like 200 something, you know what I mean? Because it's just the fact that that could even be possible for a small podcast like this one woman show supported by all these creatives I've been able to connect with aka you. So this is really exciting. I wanted to share with you guys that because I just couldn't believe it when I was, you know, gathering material for the for this episode. I also realized that we did 30 episodes this year and we had 15 guests and I'm so excited to continue growing that even more as well in the new year with all the plans I have ahead. Hopefully we will even grow more in 2023, but this could not be possible without any of you. So I want to say a huge thank you for listening to the show, for being here, for supporting one another, not just me, but supporting the community of creatives that come and listen to the show every single episode. So thank you. And I can't wait for what 2023 has in store for us and all of our journeys. You guys know I love 
a good quote and so it didn't feel right leaving 2022 without sharing one of the quotes i saw recently that has really stuck with me i actually shared this one a few days ago in the quote of the day emails i send if you don't know what i'm talking about you can check the link below but i send for free a quote every single day to your inbox to start your day off right and the feedback has been amazing the community we've been growing there has also been amazing so if you want to be a part of it you can check out the link below and sign up and it's completely free like i said it's just a great way to start your day off on the right foot no worries i don't bother you on the weekends it's strictly just monday through friday and they're very short and sweet this quote is by one of my favorite authors you guys have heard me talk about her before her name is brianna weist and this one goes like this one day you will realize that happiness is not what your house looks like but how you love the people within its walls Happiness is not finding success by a certain time, but finding something you love so much, time itself seems to disappear. Happiness is not thinking you have earned the world's approval, but waking up each day and feeling so at peace within your own skin, quietly anticipating the day ahead, unconcerned with how you are perceived. Happiness is not having the best of everything, but the ability to make the best of anything. Happiness is knowing you did what you could with what you are given. Happiness is not something that comes to us when every problem is solved and all things are perfectly in place, but in shining silver linings that remind us the light of day is always there, if we slow down enough to notice. I loved this quote so much because I really felt it encompassed a lot of what I learned this year in 2022. And although I know that's really personal to me, I also felt it was a great way to just kind of put things in, things in perspective for 2023. What is happiness for you? What is success for you? What can that really look like for you in 2023? This quote, I think, is also a great thing to look at if you need something to journal about. Just looking at each sentence and thinking, okay, if happiness is not the house and what it looks like, but it's about the people within the walls, who are the people that I want in those walls? You know, like little things like that, you can pick apart this quote and really look deep into what it is that makes you really happy what really matters in your life and what do you want to bring with you in 2023 and what do you not want to bring with you in 2023 so i shared this quote with my audience in my email list because i thought it was just such a great way of putting things in perspective and realizing what happiness is and what happiness isn't but i know that it's very personal to each person so that's why i really invite you to listen back to the quote or you can read it i'll link it down below so that you can go to it and just think about it think about it journal about it talk about it and bring that into 2023 with you something else this quote reminded me of which i've actually shared a lot about here on the podcast but it's that whole idea of taking one messy action a day towards your goals and the reason because this quote reminded me of it is because just like she says in the quote of you know it's finding the happiness in the little things it's not so much about that big picture but really about the small little things in between the picture on the way to the picture and that's why the whole show is called you know the journey of pursuit because we've talked a lot about this on the show it's not so much about that big thing you want but more so your progress and the process and how you're really enjoying the journey on the way there and so I love that the quote also reminded me of that because it goes hand in hand with the show, you know, being a believer in taking one messy action a day towards your goals, one simple little step towards that thing that's really going to move the needle 
for that person that you want to be or that thing that you want to create or that messy, scary step that just seems like you can't do it. But if you break it down, if you realize that there are certain little things you can do and just focus on those cans, you know, those little things that, that are possible, they give you the confidence to keep going, to try something else, to take the bigger step, to take the bigger action, the scarier action that maybe you couldn't start with. But once you start taking the little steps, it kind of prepares you to take those bigger ones. And so if we're able to find those little pieces of happiness in that journey, in that simple action, I personally believe that that is a form of happiness. And that's why I think it really goes hand in hand with the quote and the show. So with all that said, I wanted to now talk about New Year's Eve the new year ahead and how sometimes that can actually bring a lot of anxiety. You know, sometimes it causes us to think, I haven't done so-and-so yet or, you know, the year's about to end, I have to do this or I have to be perfect to start 2023 or the January 1st as like this perfect curated, I know everything I have to do person. And that's just a lot of pressure to put on yourself. So I wanted to share my practice, something that I've been doing for many years, things that I feel like I've curated to help me along that process of starting January 1st and the new year, not so pressured of being perfect or having everything figured out, but more so calm in knowing that I did everything I could in the year ahead and I'm more prepared now for the new year than I was the year before. That new mentality has helped me start the new years excited and elated and focused. So I want to share that with you guys today. Something we've talked a lot about on the show and also I've talked about it in the quote of the day emails is this idea that you don't need to start January 1st. You can start anytime, right? You can start right now. It doesn't have to be January 1st. I think that people just put this, like we said, pressure on January 1st because it really is like the global start date, you know, like the global clean slate, let's start everything new now. But it doesn't have to be January 1st. If you have a clear vision, even if you don't have a clear vision and you just have the messy action, that one step we talk about, you can start today. It doesn't have to be, I have to wait two weeks until I start this. How cool would it be to know that you've already started implementing things and changes you want to make in the new year before the new year even starts. I feel like just like the podcast, right? Just like we talk about those little simple little messy actions we take to start something that gives you confidence. Imagine starting the year knowing that you already did something so simple and has given you more confidence to start January 1st knowing you already have everything it takes. That's something I've thought about and has helped me to not put so much of this meaning around January 1st. Like January 1st, I have to go to the gym. January 1st, I have to stop doing this. January 1st, it's like, well, I already started doing that before January, so I got it, you know? That's something that has really helped me in changing that mindset shift of pressure and anxiety and nervousness and uncertainty into I've got this. I can do one thing today. I'm on my way there. January 1st is just a continuation of the person I really want to become. Because the truth is that it's really becoming someone new. And so whether you start today or you start January 1st or you start December 18th of 2023, it's just realizing that you already have everything it takes to become that person. It's more so deciding to be that person and being consistent 
in doing the things that you need to do to really be that person. If you've known me for a very long time or you've been following me for a long time, then you know that I am a sucker for journaling. I love journaling. I've been doing it pretty much my entire life. I would say I've been writing since I was 11, but really consistently as a practice, probably around college, I really started this. There are two practices I do every year with writing. And one of them I've already shared on the show before. I'll link it down below. I will also go through it a little bit here. And the second one is one that I've been doing for so long and has taught me so much about myself, so much about the world, so much about New Year's and the capabilities we have as people. So the first thing is every single year I start the year with a new journal, completely empty, lined, preferably has a lot of pages and hardcover because I really don't like the paperback ones for me they just don't feel stable for when I write. I start the year writing in the front page all of the things I hope to accomplish. My goals, right? But I don't like to call them goals anymore. I just kind of think about them, write them down and don't really name them anything but more so just kind of put them on paper to kind of like ingrain it in my brain. Okay, this is something I truly desire and I desired it enough to write it down. Then as the year starts going by, I start writing in it. And this is personal to everyone. You know, you can write in the mornings, you can write in the evenings, you can write about special events or milestones or rage on the page, which sounds just like it is. It's just you're angry and you want to let it out and you kind of let it out on the page. It can be anything. This is really personal. For me, this writing process is usually in the mornings and sometimes in the evenings if I have something I really want to talk about that went on in my day, that I learned, that I experienced, anything. I do this throughout the entire year. If I go on a trip, I take my journal with me. If I have an experience, I write about it. If there's a milestone, I write about it. If something happened that's good or bad, I write about it. And this practice really comes together at the end of the year. About a week or so before December 31st, I start reading my journal front to back. I'm not going to lie, if you're new to this, this could probably be one of the hardest things to do because you have to revisit a lot of the things that either happened or you experienced, good ones, bad ones, and sometimes you don't want to do that. And so this practice definitely isn't for everyone. And if you did go through something traumatic this year or any year, I would highly suggest talking about it with a professional. I actually learned about this practice through my own therapy session many years ago. I had just graduated college and I was going through a really tough breakup and my therapist suggested I go back to the things I wrote throughout that relationship, which I had been keeping kind of a practice very loosely, not as much as today, in my journal. And she said to go back and read what I had written. And what's so crazy about this is that I realized through those journals, through reading back as a new person, because I had read back things I had written months ago, years ago, before that therapy session, I realized how many patterns I had. The things I was repeating, the things I kept saying, the things I wanted to change and still hadn't. And because I was able to go back in time and read the things I was going through, I was it was very easy for me to see if I had already done that, if I had accomplished it, if I wanted to change that still, you know, how I felt about that. And the reason I say that it could be helpful to be with a professional to do this if you've been through a traumatic event is because they can help guide you through the feelings that you're going to be feeling once you start reading those again. Like I said before, the best thing about this practice, now doing it many years later after that therapy session, 
is that you then start noticing and realizing the things that you want to look for in your journal as you start reading them back at the end of the year. So I know that at the end of this year, like every other year, I'm always looking for what are the things I still haven't changed that I keep talking about? What are the dreams that I still haven't even tried to accomplish and I'm still writing about? What are the things that annoyed me that could have been gone better? You know, how could I have been a better person in that in that situation, that lesson, that experience? I look for repetition. I look for sadness. I look for happiness. I look for certain words I keep using. And the reason I look for these emotions, like the happiness and sadness, is because I'm able, usually, through the things I'm describing in those pages, to see what triggered that feeling. And that is so beneficial to you later on when you go through something similar realizing maybe that same trigger happened or you know there are certain things that are very similar to the pages that you had been reading etc this practice hands down has helped me become self-aware and knowledgeable about who i am what i like what i don't like what works for me what doesn't and usually when i'm done reading the whole journal i have so much knowledge of my year what worked what didn't work, what I liked, what I didn't like, the hard times, the good times, what I should focus on, what I shouldn't focus on, the people that are still in my life, the people that aren't in my life, why they're not in my life, why they are in my life. All these different things just become really clear because through writing so freely, you get to see what your mind has been telling you. And maybe because of the everyday rush, the everyday responsibilities, we're not so open to seeing them all the time. And the most beautiful thing is that you get to see the transformation and the change in yourself from January of that year to December of the same year. And I'm telling you, it really is shocking to see how different you can be just 12 months apart. As you can see, I'm super passionate about this topic and this practice because in my own life, I've seen how much it's given me and how much it's helped me and changed me that I want that for everyone. If everyone can have the clarity and transformation every single year through this practice, like I've seen it's done for me, I want to share that with everyone. With that said, I'm going to be releasing an ebook with this practice kind of really jotting down step by step what I do. So if you want to be the first to be in the loop of when that comes out, you can sign up below where it says journaling. Something I look forward to every single year is my second practice, which is the jar practice. And this is the one I have talked about before on the podcast, but I'm going to briefly go over it one more time. You can also find that podcast below. New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. I love Halloween, I love Thanksgiving, I love Christmas, but there is something about New Year's that has always intrigued me, has always like made me so excited. So this is something that makes it even more exciting that I want to share with you guys. And all you're going to need is an empty jar. I recycle mine. It can be from like I don't know, your peanut butter, it can be from olives, it can be from anything. You just recycle the jar and have it in your room. All you're going to need is that and pieces of paper and a pen. In the beginning of the year, you're going to place a piece of paper inside of that jar that has all of your desires in it. Things that you want, things you want to accomplish, things for your business, for your relationship, for your friendships, for traveling. It can be absolutely anything. You're going to write it all down and then you're going to fold it up and put it in this jar. From the beginning of the year, January, until December, the only time you ever open that jar 
is when something amazing happens and you're going to write it in a piece of paper, whatever that amazing thing was. For example, one of mine this year was I decided to move to Madrid for one year. So you start adding anything and everything that was a good experience, a milestone, something that was positive, anything that made you laugh, smile, whatever it was. It could be that you met your person this year. It can be that you moved somewhere or that you started a new job. Whatever was a good experience for you in that year. At the end of the year, on December 31st, preferably during the day before the big countdown, you're going to empty out that jar. I also recommend putting dates on when all of these things happen. So anytime you open it and write it, write the date at the top so that you know when this happened. When you empty out the jar, you're going to see all these little pieces of paper. And the whole point of this exercise is that you start realizing all of the good things that happened in the year. There is no trace of the bad things that happen in this jar. There are only all of the good things and you get to see them right there in front of you. And as you start reading them, you become super grateful. You start smiling. You start realizing that the year actually had some incredible parts to it. And now you get to see them right there in front of you and you get to read about them and reminisce about them and start the new year full of gratitude and excited to create new memories. What is so fascinating about this is that you forget how many things happened in that year. There are so many times I open that jar and I think I know everything that happened that year. And then I start opening a piece of paper and I say, oh yeah, that happened this year. Oh, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Or that was this year. You know, like you forget. So having them in front of you going piece by piece and just really thinking like, wow, this happened this year. Okay, yeah, wow, this also happened this year you just become this like unstoppable person to start the year on the right foot. The best part about this is that there have been years where I have said this year sucked and I'm so upset at the fact that the year went by and so many things happened that I wish had gone differently or like, you know, just I was excited for things and they didn't happen, whatever it might have been. And then I read this jar and I'm just like, why was I complaining again? Look at all of the things that did work out. My, maybe not even the ones I wanted to work out, but things that maybe worked out better than I thought they would or things I forgot about that actually were a great part of my year. And so even if you think you have the worst year and you don't even want to do this practice, you don't even want to read what's in the jar, trust me, just read because you'll be surprised. Lastly, if you're not sure what to gift someone this year, gifting them a memory jar is a great gift. All you're going to need is a jar, a recycled jar if you'd want also, with a piece of paper inside with the instructions and gift them to them. Make it really cute, tell them what it's about, and then they can have it themselves. And what's so great is I actually started this practice with my best friend and we had been doing this since high school. I'm actually not sure if she still does it, but I, I still do it every single year. What's fun is that sometimes you can even just interchange what you found to be in the jar that you forgot about. And with your best friend, just kind of go back and forth like, oh, I forgot that this happened or like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened. And so it's a great bonding activity as well. And if you don't want to bond about it, if you just want to keep it to yourself, that's also great. But I think this could be an awesome gift to give to a friend if you're still looking for that perfect little unique gift to give someone. Well, there you have it. My tried and true practices to end any year and begin any year on the right foot. Whether you had a good year or a bad year, these things can really transform the way that you think about yourself, your life, and the things that you want to achieve in any moment of your life. Not just starting January 1st, not just ending in December 31st. 
It can be any moment that you decide. And so I hope you guys take these practices and use them. If you do and you try them out, I would love to know how it went. Please DM me Adria Lopez without the Ian Lopez or at the Journey of Pursuit. I would love to hear your experience with them. As I mentioned throughout this podcast, if you want to be a part of the quote of the day, it's completely free and you can sign up below. Promise I won't bombard you on Saturdays and Sundays. It's going to be a quick quote of the day, Monday through Friday. It's super easy, super fast. And even if you don't open them that same day, you can always have that collection just kind of growing for the days that you don't feel inspired and you may not be really feeling it. These quotes of the days can really be something that you go back to and read through and find the one that really speaks to you. If you want to be the first to know about the ebook that's coming out all about my journaling practice, then you can sign up below where it says journaling and I will email you as soon as that's available. If you guys liked this style of a podcast, if you're more into the personal side of my journey, if you want to know more about music, more about podcasting, more about personal development, and all these little things I'm involved in, then the best way to do that is to become a part of my Patreon community. It's an exclusive place where I share all of these things with you on a whole other level. Did I mention it's under $10? And there's so much more I have planned for 2023 in that community. So if you want to be a part of it, sign up down below where it says Patreon. I love you guys. Thank you for showing up every single episode. Thank you for supporting this show. Thank you for sharing your journeys with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have the best end of the year and beginning of the new year. I can't wait for us to come back in 2023 as stronger, bolder, better, more creative people. I'm so looking forward to connecting with you guys in the new year. I'll see you guys then. Ciao!